Hello, beautiful people. Back again for week two, I see. Despite your better judgment. But yet, here you are. So, yeah. Let's get right into it. Just got back from Virginia this previous weekend. Uh, brother just graduated. Congratulations to you, Scott. Uh, back at uh, University of Virginia, where I went. And a sister. And another sister. And my dad. And my girlfriend. Yes, this is all true statements. And it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. But uh, I guess part of the reason I always say that all of us went was because we went for different reasons. I guarantee you there's enough rebellious blood in my family that if uh, my dad tried to pressure us to go, I have a feeling there would have been a mutiny in the ranks somewhere. <clears throat> but it was really fun to be back there with everyone and swap all our stories and celebrate my brother's achievements. Got a best thesis in the political and social thought department. Pretty awesome. Amazing work on... Um, Creole identity in America and uh, all in Louisiana specifically and tripartite racial systems and all kinds of other wonderful academic buzz terms. I'm sure I'll talk about at some point or ooh, maybe even my first guest and talk about it. It's a very interesting subject, actually, but I'm very proud of him. Very excited to be a very exciting time to be there. Excited time to be back and see, you know, the few old friends I still have there. Um, and uh, let me think. Yeah, it was just pretty amazing. Got to have some good food and delicious beer again. Oh, my God. New Orleans get together. I love – we got a lot of cool craft beer down here. Louisiana is is definitely emerging. But, man, Virginia is just – the combination of how many breweries they've now got combined with uh, – well, I guess that was kind of redundant. The combination of breweries they now have with the amount of access they have to the stuff across the country. It's just – oh, you can get so many good beers. You can just go – well, you know, my – Think about the freezing on this one. If you chose to have a beer every day, you would not clear them anytime soon. But I digress. Good to be there. Good to see friends. Good to be with family. It was awesome. And it got me thinking a lot again about my time there. And, you know, you start getting nostalgic and you start kind of missing these places and that mean something to you and colleges and maybe even high schools, depending on the experience you had, of course. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. You start thinking about it, and obviously the question of, oh, was it the people, was it the location, you know, oh, I'm, you hear people at UVA saying how magical it is to be back, and how incredible it is, and and it's funny, because obviously the nostalgia kicks in, and I, I feel that to some extent, but it definitely is a bittersweet when I'm back, because I really think about all these experiences I had with people, and how much the people made the space, as much as it defined us in a lot of ways, and helped us grow, being back there and not seeing some of the old friends was kind of disappointing, but again, more than made up for by being around my family and seeing them kind of go through those stages of thinking about it. It was, it was really interesting to I've used that word way too much already, but, um, now that's definitely what the experience is like. And, and, I uh, got to do a classic stay up late, had some beers, talked to one of my best friends when I was here Well, there, cause I'm back home in new Orleans now. And, oh, fun fact, on the plane ride up there, we've, we've all, for those of you who travel, you, you hear all kinds of excuses for why your flight's delayed and it's all frustrating. It's just part of the game at this point. But our first flight, our first flight's two parts. We get to, uh, where did we go to? Went to, you know, went to Dulles, Dulles Airport in D.C. And on our first flight of New Orleans, they, they have a delay. And we're like, oh, why is there a delay? Blah, 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 blah. And so we, it's because we're on board the plane. 
one of the latches on the overhead containers broke. And we had to wait. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like it was a gigantic wait, but their solution, you're thinking, oh, they're like, oh, we're having a technician come out and then we have to fill out this paperwork and I'm very sorry and da, da, da. And so after like 20, 30 minutes, the guy finally shows up and he fixes it with duct tape. I mean, they literally, it wasn't like anything special, just strapped it shut. And that was the solution. And then they had to follow this paperwork and they had to do all this stuff. And, and for some reason after that, it still took another 20 minutes or so. I mean, we were very close to, to our flight, but well, our intended departure because <laughs> when we got there, like I said, borderline making it on time and we get another delay. Uh, this one was because they overfilled the plane with fuel. I'm, I, I guess, you know, I, I thought about it. People like, how does this happen? And I went, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty forgetful guy. I could see myself doing my routine job and stepping away to talk with someone, turning around going, oh shit. <laughs> Obviously, uh, the something happened and they overfueled the overfueled the plane they call they have to wait for a tanker to come out i guess that's what they call them tankers i, I, I don't know there's this ship thing but they come out to the, re, the refueling truck and they start trying to pull fuel off of it that one didn't have enough room so they had to wait and bring out a second one and unload from that one it was just it was just such a like weird set of delays i'm just uh, and i know my life's so exciting right telling you about the the nature of my life it's just mildly interesting but it was, yeah, you just look at it and you're like, man, this is such a ridiculous industry, airlines. <laughs> all this stuff. Oh, man, I'm a hop and a skip away from a joke about airline food, aren't I? I'm just going to stop now while I'm ahead or mildly behind, depending on your frame. <clears throat> but got there and did all stuff, and now I'm back and trying to get back into the swing of things here again. Naturally, tons of editing. Naturally filmed way too much over there with the black magic. And uh, it was good, though. Got some nice coverage of the beautiful weather there and i don't know if any of you are familiar with uva but it's absolutely beautiful in the campus or grounds as we called it there it's uh it's trees grass beautiful old brick buildings with the whitewash that we've also come to love in old virginia but you know right now that's actually all rendering tons of footage from that and uh, as well as i uh, had the pleasure of the other footage i'm rendering is with the uh, student down here i got asked to not really mentor but i had a kid from my old high school shadow me who's interested in film really nice kid named david uh, not david david and um david was really cool and came out and has a definitely has a flair for cameras and and enjoyed it, it i think I, I probably overwhelmed him with too much information as i usually do when i get excited about cameras but he seemed to really enjoy it <coughs> so but I'm just cutting a little something together for him so we can see what the final product looks like. I had him shooting on a little Canon Rebel, which I don't know the use out there who do any video work or stuff and have used DSLR cameras. And it's still impressive, but definitely kind of over them at this point. Ready for God. You know, I'm going to constantly comment on what I'm talking about. That sounds so pretentious, though. <laughs> I'm over DSLRs, man. Everyone should just get a digital cinema camera and just be done with it. But seriously, I, I, it's not impressive. I'm just kind of like editing it and looking at it and like, oh my God, the color depth is non-existent. But I digress as I usually do. <sighs> so what else was interesting or anything? Oh, um, on the flight back, um, I, let's see, on the flight up, we, that's right, girlfriend downloaded three movies over the course of the weekend that we watched on our flights. 
and uh, we watched The Matrix again. Hadn't seen that in a long time. It actually holds up really well. Uh, I don't think it's a huge surprise to people, but you always get nervous when something so dependent on CGI. And I think it made a great, it makes a great case for, you know, there's a few moments where you can kind of see it, you know, you're like, oh yeah, it's definitely computer generated, but it never really felt pulled out. And especially where the, where the theme of the movie is, is being in a computer and all these things, you can kind of get just a little more leeway than the others. And like I said, it doesn't really pull you out of the movie at any point, but, um, it was just so interesting to watch it again and, and knowing a little bit more about cameras now and knowing a little bit more about shooting styles and seeing just that nauseous green tone over everything and these kind of like cyberpunk elements that are really exemplified in it and even just the club scene when he goes out chasing the white rabbit quote unquote if you remember that that was the first hint that trinity gets him to follow and start seeing where everything goes and on his path out of the matrix <clears throat> Uh, it um it was very fun to watch again and uh i ended up showing her a bit of the animatrix i don't know if y'all saw that that came out years ago and there was a series of like anime-ish style western films not like country western but you know western animators i think right yeah i think so anyway very interesting you learn about the backdrop of the matrix and all that it's just kind of a little more to the story but on the flight back we watched the giver which i wanted to like a lot more which when i was halfway through the movie i remembered everyone saying you could go see it but it's not the book and and i i usually hate that statement but having watched it now it's like uh yeah it was the book was it, it's kind of it builds you up a little bit at the beginning because it, it's somewhat true to the book like you can see it's an interpretation but it felt kind of true to the spirit of the book but as you get past the first half and really start getting into the drama towards the end, it, it just it just totally breaks off. And uh, Jeff Bridges is Jeff Bridges' performance. Jeff Bridges's how do you? Yeah, Jeff Bridges apostrophe s a performance was actually pretty good. I liked him as a character, and <clears throat> I liked the way they did the coloring in it. Obviously, it was all black and white in the beginning. And as Jonas, if you remember the story, he's like kind of sees color a bit, and the giver transmits to him how to see color by the way sorry if y'all never read it I, I imagine most people have but you know it might be a silly assumption but if, if you haven't seen it you know look up the premise and you'll get i want to bore everyone as he's he's discovering color and learning more about color and seeing it and the, the the way the movie does it they don't do some huge dramatic well they do this at the end but during his arc it's not a dramatic wave and the world suddenly comes to life it's it's you actually see, he'll maybe see one sharp object. I think the first color he sees is red. It's like a red apple. And then the rest of the film, the hue red is coming out of objects. So if an object, you know, everything's red, green, blue, he's got a little bit of red popping out of objects. It's not like scarlet red. So you just start seeing a color definition to things. And as he learns more from the giver and all that and receiving more of the history of mankind, he's the, the color grading. They get more saturated. The colors come out more. It's it's, it's very cool. It's uh, I, it's like it's not that that was so innovative. What a genius to think of it. But I was kind of hoping for something like that, and I thought it was really well executed. <clears throat> and so some of the scenes during his development, where the room's got like a complex palette, the way they grade it kind of changes the whole mood. It's it, it's 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 nice if you're into if you're into coloring and cinematography and just want to see kind of a simple idea of just kind of how to play with it. I definitely would recommend watching some scenes from that. And he had a really good piano scene I loved where he's 
the kid never heard music and he's showing him a piano and the music's this very minor chords he's playing and explaining to him about emotion and difference between emotion and feelings and the music's building up, building up, building up, and he just grabs him by the wrist and all of a sudden, like, transports him to a memory of a wedding and music. And it was just little things like that. I definitely think the movie was fun to watch and had something to take away from it. So most of that probably meant nothing to those of you who hadn't read or seen the book. I mean, read the book or seen the movie. But, uh, you know, it was interesting, and uh, I I enjoyed that. And then we watched uh, Still Alice. God, that was depressing woman she's a linguistics professor top of her field very big deal teaches at columbia um gets early onset alzheimer's uh, i cannot remember the actress name for the life of me but she did an amazing performance i think she was up for an oscar nom when it came out um like the year it came out it was a few years ago and it's interesting seeing uh alec baldwin was her husband and for once seeing him not be an asshole he was a very he was a very sympathetic character he wasn't like perfect i mean he would you you know, had these moments of disbelief and when it started, but he like quickly came around, understood what she was, you know, trying to understand what she was going through. And you definitely see through him and his kids, their kids, you kind of see a bit of how the family suffers, but it wasn't just all about them. It was very much focused on her and, and what it is, especially someone who is obsessed with linguistics, like the language goes first. So very, very depressing. Just basically watching the arc of her, just her mental state deteriorating. And, you know, mom being a neurologist and all, it was, it was felt like <clears throat> kind of interesting to watch having been raised in a household kind of aware of some of that stuff. But just the only thing I complain about is that it's just so draining. It's like seeing an uh, Aronofsky film. There's just, there's no comic relief. The ten, it, it's just, it's just hundred percent hitting you. If she walks into a room, you can just feel it like, all right, she's going to do something really embarrassing or forget something. And it's just, it's always very well done. It's very well acted, very well written. Just, man, that was a draining movie. It was so depressing. But, you know, if, you, if you're into movies about cancer patients and life-altering diseases or just, just you know, seeing people go through dealing with suffering and, and, and trouble and hard times with loved ones, you know, and, and their family isn't perfect. You, you kind of see it bring a little bit out of their tension. It brings a little bit of the tension out between the different siblings and everyone. And it's uh, definitely, it's, you know, touches a lot of that and very well done movie. But man, we just, we finished that and I just, oof, oof. Need to like, I, I should have gone and watched Future Rom or something after that one. But yeah, there you go. The, the, the movie list and stupid antics of my travels so i guess i'll leave it at that i gotta go pick up a check from work and (coughs) some sd cards so i guess uh, that's about it thanks for listening again hope to have something interesting soon and i will probably start grabbing other people to come on and talk with me i think it's been fun kind of testing the concept and really doing the experiment of um how i can can i be a one-man show can i fill the air try not to go too droning i'm sure it was droning but whatever it's a fun test to see how long can i go comfortably fluidly and kind of carry on a one-man discussion it's not really a discussion but not quite a monologue so yeah thanks for listening thanks for participating in this experiment and cheers